Hello, and welcome to a very spooky episode of Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by spooky stoner chicks. I'm Kayla Teal. And I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Steve Honey Thompson. And I'm Grace Penzel. <laughs> and we want to drink your weed. <laughs> I will smoke it in my lungs. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Give me your weed soda right now. <laughs> okay, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry, we're still us. <laughs> yeah, but we are in a mood. We are in a very spooky mood. <laughs> and we also have something very exciting coming up we want to tell you about. We're going to do another live-streamed online show on our Twitch channel this coming November 7th. Breaking news, everyone. We're so excited. Yeah, the last time we did an online show was on 420, so uh, November 7th is the new Christmas in July, 420 in November day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, November 7th. November November 7th. 7th. November 7th. 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 You're getting sleepy. (laughs) You'll wake up in a few weeks and it'll be November 7th. Um, But yeah, that's a Sunday and we're excited to just get a chance to hang out with you guys. Uh, The last show was a ton of fun and we want to interact face to face. So in our last show, we only had we only had like two or three episodes under our belt at that point. And so this we've had now, I don't know how many, but like 30 odd episodes at this point. <laughs> and so this will be really cool to see everybody as we've grown throughout the year. So if there's anything you want to see us do in the show, there's still <laughs> time. Still time to get in those requests. To get in those requests. Um, Stephanie might dance in a lobster costume. I'll find I'll it. I'll dress up like a cowgirl Woo! dare phoebe to take like 10 bong rips in a row i've seen that <laughs> <laughs> fine i'll make it 11 okay i haven't seen that <laughs> until i puke in a bucket oh boy <laughs> is that my canon that i always puke in a bucket well i didn't know that it was a bucket but yeah <laughs> My tolerance has been going up, you guys. I <laughs> I, I haven't had a tolerance this high ever. It's the, my first time. Oh, boy. You're like proing up. I guess. But, you know, then I'm just smoking more. But I'm not about to take a tolerance break, I don't think. I'm, that makes me sad. Yeah. Then don't. <laughs> Let that tolerance reach the sky, baby. Aim for the stars. <laughs> Well, Grace, were you going to, um, you said that you had a little follow-up on something that we mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Earlier. So um, I talked a couple episodes ago about Mama Tish, a.k.a. Tish Cyrus's podcast with Brandy Cyrus called Sorry We're Stoned. And I said that I would report back. I listened to a couple episodes and, man, it's nice to listen to. Oh, good. I yeah, I wasn't sure what to expect, but they both have great voices, especially Mama Tish, her southern accent. She says, I like 
I'm getting high. She says, I'm getting high. I don't know. I just love Southern accents like yeah. hers. And um, I started an episode today before we recorded. I didn't finish it yet, but I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, it's just like a mom and a daughter gabbing and they're baked and <laughs> it's fun. So if anyone needs another sort of relaxing gabbing podcast yeah if you've to gone have. through all our episodes then go <laughs> <Right>. ahead <laughs> we give you permission to listen to another podcast <laughs> but yeah so i just i said that i would circle back around and um yeah mama tish honorary stoner of the week i'm so jealous of that that's such a cool canna mom with her adult canna daughter just like getting high together and working on a big project together that sounds fun yeah in the episode i was listening to she was saying how one time she got too high on edibles and was on an airplane and started freaking out because she was like we're just in this giant metal bean up in the air and i don't even know how yeah (laughs) metal jelly bean up in the air and i don't even know how we're staying up here and not plummeting to our deaths so i've been too high on a plane before that's right metal jelly i was very high on a plane once getting on i'd taken a bunch of edibles and we were entering you know when you're getting on the plane and it's slow because everyone's getting in their seats so you're just slowly like you walk by the steward and you're like hi and you keep going and you're just sort of slowly passing people and there was these two women talking and one of them they were clearly just talking to each other and one of them said to the other yeah did you know he wasn't coming and i don't know why in my highness i thought they were talking to me and i turned to them and went no i didn't (laughs) and they both just looked at me and I realized like why like immediately I was like why did I just respond to these people and Ben was right behind me and he's like what are you doing (laughs) it was pretty amazing stoner moment I was in Wales once really high driving in a car and apparently there was a really rare weather phenomena of a tornado there and they had interviewed a farmer (laughs) and he had a very farm like it's it the metal jelly bean reminds oh, okay. me of this so go with me hold with me and uh he's talking about the tornado and he's like oh yeah it came down the road like a great big carrot <laughs> carrot wait the tornado was yeah. like a big the, the tornado like it was like a great big their tornado was a big carrot <laughs> carrot oh my god and the little metal jelly bean yeah. really made me laugh and made me re- remind me of that. It's charming as hell. <laughs> I love that. Those little colloquialisms. It's charming, charming as hell. Charming as all hell. Charming as all hell. He's a charming lass. Well, um, <laughs> spooky Halloween to all of you. <laughs> Does anyone have any Halloween costumes or anything? I have decided oh, I don't have anywhere to go for Halloween, but I do have a costume plan that I haven't bought yet, but I'm going to be the nurse costume from the end of Promising Young Woman. That's an intense costume. <sighs> yes. I know. I just saw that movie with my insomnia this morning. At like oh, you watched that movie this morning? This morning. Because I've, I've talked with Phoebe about it, so okay, that's a cool, great costume. Thanks. Yeah, it is kind of intense, but I mean, it's spooky. It is very I spooky. I just had the idea, and I don't know how I would pull this off, and it might not happen, but maybe in a future Halloween to be sexy clippy, but like... As if I was mm. a sexy nurse or something, but Clippy. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I, if Love you dress it. as sexy Clippy, I might pee my pants laughing. <laughs> I can dress as sexy puke in a bucket. Ew. I, <laughs> that is the most spooky thing for me is puke. Wait, puke is spooky? Well, I I had a 
intense phobia of puke when I was a kid. I I had to get treated for it. But I'm better now. (laughs) Wait, you got treated for it? Whoa, how do you get treated for puke phobia? Do they exposure therapy with you? Yes, sort of, but not like with not with actual puke. It was more like like, fake puke? No. (laughs) Uh, the therapy for it was like I had to like write stories about it. I had to, well, I remember carrying around a like clicker, one of those things that counts, you know, things. And I had to click it every time yeah. I thought about puke <laughs> all day. Kayla, and then, how did wow. I not know this about you? This is fascinating. It's a very interesting fact about me. So when I like see on TV, like people with really intense phobias, I, I, I can relate. I had an Absolutely. ex who was so afraid of puking that they had only puked like a couple times in their adult life because it was like that's here. Me too. I've only puked uh, probably two times since I became an adult 12 years ago. <sighs> that I find puking to be such a relief when I don't feel good. So that blows my mind. Yeah. So much so that you're seeming to try to make it your brand, Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you get sexy clippy, I get puke in a bucket Ew. <laughs> okay that's the deal <laughs> there you go this is Shake the spookiest this is the spookiest well i'm excited to see those halloween <laughs> Wait, Steph, what are you gonna be i want to be a really obscure character from the movie the jerk starring steve awesome. martin what is it it's a woman i don't even remember her name in the movie but uh she plays this crazy circus lady who rides a motorcycle in the circus and um she gives hand jobs to steve martin anyway <laughs> She looks badass. She wears leather and she rides a motorcycle. And I forget her name. I think it's Candy Amazing. or something. I can't wait to see that. Phoebe, anything planned? I'm in a show on Halloween, so I'll be playing a um. Buffy the Vampire Slayer type character. Ooh, fun. fun. Are yeah. you doing that with Jakiva? Yeah, Jakiva is directing it and it's called Slay Her. Oh my God, fun. Oh my God, fun. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do on Halloween. I'll go see your show. Maybe I'll hey, see listeners, show. if you hear this before Halloween, come check us out at CSE Seattle. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes. Nice. Let's all go. Let's have a let's have a Seattle stoner chick outing, spooky outing. I'm there. And I'm there in spirit, spirit, as the, always. Spirit ha- Halloween. The what? spookiest way. <laughs> <laughs> the spookiest way. Speaking of the spooky way... I have a sort of special stoner of the week this week, which is kind of about stoners of the week. And those stoners are stoner witches. Oh, fuck yeah. (gasps) That's right. Witches of the week. Witches of the week. (laughs) That's right. We're talking witches and weed baby. So my initial idea with this was to try to look more into the history of witches and weed. And, of course, the best laid plans of mice and men. What ended up happening is I found out a lot more about contemporary witches and weed culture. But I did... Uh, find some history. Part of this is coming from a men's health article, and another part is coming from the Fat Feminist Witch podcast. And um, the Fat Feminist Witch podcast is hosted by Paige Vanderbeek, and she also has a blog and is really active on Instagram and is just kind of generally awesome. 
But in her articles and podcast episode on this, she talks about this ancient Russian tribe called the Scythians. And in the last 10 years, they found evidence archaeologically of this tribe having created tents, basically. Oh, and we're talking about like a couple thousand BC, like really long time ago, thousands of years ago. Not hundreds of years ago. Right. That they would make tents and then kind of like a weed sauna, have hot rocks and burn weed. And uh, as the fat feminist, what? Yes. Weed sauna yeah Yeah, so basically they'd hotbox themselves and then commune with the dead oh my god can we please do this yeah scary (laughs) if you want to i mean yeah i think so that's what they did (laughs) and obviously some of it they're trying they are sort of piecing together but this was a trend over the thousands of years that people would use psychoactive substances in their spirituality and religion, oftentimes to be closer to the spirits and have revelations about themselves and their ancestors and that sort of thing. In modern witchcraft, what I learned is that there tended, I think probably in relation to prohibition, that there tends to be sort of rules that public rituals should be attended sober. And the way the fat feminist witch frames it is that it's kind of substances are so frowned upon that it becomes almost ableist in the way of like, this is some people's medicine. Mm -hmm. And saying that weed or being under the influence at all is going to totally block your connection to magic doesn't really fit for the modern witch all the time. And I actually took an opportunity to speak to a few of my friends who engage with uh, earth-based spirituality and or identify as witches. And what they kind of the consensus was that while weed is not necessary for their rituals and not all of them use cannabis directly as part of their practices, it can be a helpful tool to feel more open and connected um, with what they're trying to do. Our good friend Sophie Schwartz of the Anything Bones podcast. Or the crossover Anything Boner. Anything bone. That was not anything what it bong. was called. No, it was called Stone to the Bone. <laughs> anything bongs. Anything oh, boner. Boy. Um, so Sophie said, cannabis helps me focus on my magic. I've been doing spells of remembrance and it aligns with my Judaism too, lighting Yaret's candles. But if I smoke before, I can focus on the spell and block out the energy of the earthly plane. It's not an ingredient in my spells. It's not essential, but it helps me access my magic better. So I really really loved that. And yeah, that was echoed by a couple other friends. Another friend of mine said that they had had the conception that it would block them somehow and that they've sort of evolved from that. So I think it's really good that these ideas about cannabis blocking people from their magic are shifting 
And what I'm finding is that in the last 10 years, there seems to just be, especially with online and social media, a proliferation of people who identify as weed witches or canna witches or 420 witches. And it's really awesome. So let me say, first, I found an article from Luna Luna magazine by someone named Moxie McMurder, (laughs) (laughs) who in 2016 wrote weed wi- witchcraft. Nope. Read witchcraft. <laughs> weed Ooh, witchcraft. Weed witchcraft. A ritual with the high priestess of smoke. And there's details in there like to smoke outside under the moon or directly in the sun if you can. But if you have to smoke inside, open the window so you could get some moonlight in. You must always light a joint from a candle if you're going to smoke Ooh. while you're doing it. And then There's just some really good sort of poems and incantations from these different sources. And I want to be mindful that I think even while we were warming up, I'm definitely coming into this recording session with a lot of intention. And I don't want to just be like throwing these words around willy nilly. Like I'm definitely sort of thinking of our discussion right now as kind of calling in some of the power of cannabis. Does that sound good to you guys? <laughs> that sounds incredible. Fuck. Okay, yes. so Moxie McMurder writes, From earth to air and here to there, I grind you fine with love and care. Through pestle to essence, here I sow. From hole to powder, on mortar you go. Round and round, may your power grow. Continue to let your energy flow. And so that's when you're grinding your weed. It's to imagine grinding away any negativity. Oh, fuck yeah. I love that. And then there's... An article from Miss Grass by Danielle Guercio from 2018 called How to Use Cannabis Like a Witch. And she starts out saying, for some witches, a smoke a day keeps the bad witch at bay, which I love the idea of like, let's open our hearts and like get on sort of the good side of our energy. I love that so much. I would like get a tattoo of that. <laughs> a smoke a day keeps the bad witch at bay. Um, or a sticker. Maybe yeah. not an, Maybe not ink, but we should make a sticker of that. Certainly. And they might because this article actually includes product plugs. And that's sort of something that I did notice is there's almost like a monetization of the identity of Weed Witch. But they they were saying like, oh, for your ritual, like use this lighter and you could buy this and you could buy this and like linking to Amazon and stuff. So I did think that that was interesting. Then there's a really long article from a year ago by I think from Tumblr from a blog called tarot pugs <laughs> and it says cannabis can you be used in ritual to enhance healing whether used in a spell bag a candle ritual oil consumed or in- inhaled during the ritual and that's in an article on cannabis and witchcraft but they get down to brass tacks in that at- article talking about different kinds of terpenes you might want to use different kinds of strains that would be better for this ritual or that ritual, which I thought was really interesting. And then another really good one was High Magic, A Guide to Cannabis and Ritual in Ritual and Mysticism. That's actually a book by someone called Philip H. Farber. And yeah, just there's kind of all of these ideas coming together of how to use it. 
Um, something that Paige Vanderbeck references is that cannabis and hemp has the same properties as quartz crystals. So whatever you would use quartz crystals for, you could use cannabis or hemp. All of this is to say that it's it's really proliferating. Could I just call it, show you guys a couple of Instagram posts that I found? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went looking through hashtag canna witch and i found some really great stuff and i followed a lot of really great pages so i just wanted to show you real quick some of the things so this is from trendy witches art by bombash art and it's a a witch riding a joint instead of a broom stick totally pinup style That's so cute. so cute and then some posts that are more prescriptive this is from mystic witch of the moon from earth moon herbs so cannabis and witchcraft quiets the conscious mind so that the subconscious can be tapped into and a lot of people like to talk about mixing weed with other medicinal herbs, like if you want to put some lavender, sage, or mint into your joint. I follow an herbalist who does that. And she not only does cannabis, she does just purely smokes herbs, like a mixture of herbs for Oh, yeah. Different... My friend Liz the other day was telling me that she mixes, um, I think it was lavender and rose petals into her joints. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That could be a fun experiment. But yeah, and then there's more. There's just really cool art. I'm blunt because God rolled me that way. It's a picture of a witch with tattoos smoking. That's from Vitchmade420. And then finally, this from witch underscore tricks with an X uh, in honor of 420, cannabis and witches, and kind of details on that. Obviously, with this episode, I'll repost some of these images. But that is my, maybe not as brief as I thought, introduction to witchcraft and weed. That's fantastic. Ooh. Well, as a witch myself, I freaking love it. Same. I, I related to what Sophie said about cannabis helping you op- open up for magic. I don't do much witchcraft or spell casting, but I do read tarot for myself. And I usually take a big hit before, you know, I turn the lights off, light the candles, get out the crystals. It's just kind of part of my routine. And I do find it helps for me. But with the spirit of that and heading into our toke break, I'm going to light a joint with this candle. (laughs) (laughs) I love love it. I'm going to start doing that. Those were good tips. Those were great tips. Yum. (laughs) Time for a toke break. Welcome back from your spooky toke break. Stoner Chicks here, and it's time for another segment. This one's called Stoners in Horror Movies. (laughs) Is everyone scared now? This segment is a two-for-one. At the end of it, I'm going to give my recommendations of some great horror films to watch that have stoners in them or at least have a scene of weed smoking 
I also found a really fun article as I was starting my research to look into horror movies with weed, and someone had written this article that helped me out a ton. I found it on, of course, Leafly, and it is written by Rebecca Kelly. And in it, she tracks all of the deaths of people who have smoked weed in horror movies throughout the decades. And it's very interesting because it correlates in some ways to, if you think back a few episodes ago when I did weed in television, the 70s had a couple, then the 80s, a ton of stoners die in horror movies. And then in the 90s, she only found one. And I think that's because it was, again, the decade of Just Say No, and that really stuck. The 90s also did have not a lot of slasher films in the first half, but then when Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer came out, they came back with a flurry, but there just apparently wasn't much pot smoking in them. The one exception that Rebecca found in her article is the... I Know What You Did Last Summer too. I don't know if any of you have seen that. I had forgotten about this. Yep. Jack Black as like a Rasta dude that gets really high and then gets stabbed with gardening shears. Whoa. So Jack Black is our stoner death of the 90s. And then when you get <laughs> to the 2000s, they go back up similar to in the 80s where it's common. So I thought that was interesting how uh, stoners fare in film, which really is just how much weed smoking they're showing in films because like in most good slasher movies if you smoke weed or do drugs or drink or have sex you gotta you're gonna die you're gonna die you gotta die you're gonna die you gotta you gotta all right so on to phoebe's suggestions for some scary horror movies you should check out chick 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 for some scary (laughs) what what is happening <laughs> microchip just <laughs> I don't know. And now it's time for my suggestions of scary movies you should watch before Halloween, not after, because then you'll be cursed. That's a rule oh. I just made up. <laughs> it's the Phoebe curse. Yes, the Phoebeist curse. Every time you take a bong rip, you'll always cough. Every time. And then you'll puke in a bucket. Oh, no. Grace and Stephanie are tired of that joke. I think, Kayla, you might still be enjoying it a little bit. I didn't know why we had to bring a bucket into things. (laughs) I like that's the part of it. That's gross. All right. Coming in at number four, because I have four on my list, is a movie I just watched this week called Anti-Birth. And this is on my list because it wins for most satisfying scenes of watching someone hit a bong. The movie stars Natasha Lyonne, and it is a weird sort of drug-induced, wild body horror sci-fi movie, I guess if I had to categorize it, that's what I would say. I didn't know anything going into it. I did read a lot about how it was really gross and body horror, both which are things that freak me out in scary movies. And I will say in general, I would actually call it body horror light. Didn't get all that gross. I almost never covered my eyes but it's directed by a guy that's done mostly music videos and i'm have his name right here sounds like you were saying body horror body horror i'm bad at pronunciating the horror part i find that an awkward word to say you're just like i love horror movies how do you say it i probably say horror too horror 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 it's horror. like one of those words when horror. you say it too much it loses meaning horror, horror movies horror. Horror. anyway it's directed by a guy named danny perez who's only done short films and he did he directed a film with animal collective 
It's actually not very good, in my opinion. What? Yeah, it's just it's kind of just like a long, weird music video. Yeah. Uh, but this has Natasha Leone and Chloe Sevigny, both of whom I adore. And in general, eh, I'd give the movie like two to two and a half stars. But it reminded me of like hanging out with someone that reminds you of yourself and you have all the same tastes and things. But in the end, you're kind of like, I don't really feel like I ever need to hang out with that person again that had all of the things I like about myself. Sure. But Natasha's (laughs) character smokes a ton of weed in it. And it's a movie where she thinks she's pregnant and doesn't want to be. And she's constantly drinking, constantly doing drugs. And she's always holding her bong. And there's just so many awesome scenes of her taking fat bong reps, like while she like talks about nonsense. So it gets my pick for being an awesome stoner chick horror horror film next on my list is poltergeist the original of course and that makes the list because there is a scene where the parents Mm -hmm. smoke a joint in the bedroom together oh wow that went way over my head as a kid craig t nelson and yep who was the woman who played the mother in that movie that's one of my favorite scary movies joe beth williams And Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Poltergeist is a great horror film. And they smoke a joint in the bedroom to kind of relax. And at the same moment they're doing that, I believe, is when their son is being tormented by scary shadows in his bedroom. Well, that's actually one of the scariest scenes in that movie for me is when the son is looking at his braces Mm -hmm. and his braces start to like come alive and attack his face. And I had a lot of headgear and braces when that movie came out. And so I was like, I, I felt seen. Oh, God. You, you can imagine being scared by your own braces? That sounds horrible. Yeah. You can't run away. No, they're in your mouth. <laughs> Next up on my list, I have the one that wins for best female stoner kill scene, and Ooh. that is Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. <laughs> I have seen Sleepaway Camp 2, I think. That's a movie you've actually seen, Kayla? I think so, and it's because <laughs> wow. I was in Phoebe's Slasher Improv show, and I, I think I watched it as research. It's a very cheesy sort of B-movie, but in it, the killer is a female counselor who kills all the other counselors for not being good, wholesome camp counselors. And so there's two twin sisters that get drunk, have sex, and smoke joints all the time. There's just scenes of them like rolling around drunk and high and making out with boys. So they're the best characters in my opinion, but she doesn't agree. And so she burns them alive and tells them, this is why I hope you learn a lesson just say no as she's killing them so pretty awesome death (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and then coming in number one because it is my favorite slasher film one of the best horror films made and has a scene where they smoke weed and that is halloween the original directed by john carpenter at the beginning of that jamie lee curtis and her friend smoke a joint in the car and what's cool about Halloween as a stoner horror film is while her friend is killed, Jamie Lee Curtis lives. So not every stoner dies in that movie. A stoner survives. I just watched Halloween for the first ever time and I loved it. It was so scary to me. And Jamie Lee Curtis was amazing. And yeah, them smoking pot together and their whole vibe made it so I think you needed that for the death of the friend to feel really hard. <laughs> yeah, you needed to see their friendship. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'm just baked and getting really into it. The funnest fact uh, about that film was they 
when they made it, it was not October. And so there is one pumpkin in that entire movie because they could not find pumpkins. <laughs> oh, that is great a great fact. fact. Yeah. And they brought in leaves to spread around. Well, those have been my suggestions. <laughs> Hopefully there's something there that you check out. And also, hey, let me know what you suggest. What are some of your favorite horror films? There's tons of other good stoner deaths. This was just me trying to focus on female stoners in film. Tell me your wrecks. Oh, I want to yeah. watch more movies. And then I guess I'm going to be over and out for this year's edition <laughs> of Stoners in Horror Films. Spooky. Can I... <laughs> <laughs> never gets old in terms of subverting the stoner always dies thing one of my favorite movies is cabin in the woods Ooh. because it's only the stoner that never dies oh yeah and he's, and he's like super baked the whole time but he's the one that figures it all out yeah cabin in the woods i really love excellent richard jenkins vehicle agreed Thank you, Phoebe. That was so awesome. I loved your recommendations. Check them out. I hope everyone at home is having a very <laughs> spooky week leading up to Halloween. And this has been another episode of Stoner Chicks Podcast. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash stonerchicks. Visit our website at stonerchickspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at stonerchickspodcast and on Twitter at stonerchickspod. Email your high thoughts and anything else you feel like to stonerchickspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com and make sure to sign up for our email list on our website to get sexy clippy photos from Grace. Yeah. We're Broccoli Broads on TikTok. Live show on November 7th. Hell yeah, on Twitch. I think we're just Stoner Chicks Podcast on Twitch, right? Twitch.tv slash stonerchicks something. You'll find it. We'll say, <laughs> we'll say it again. If you want to talk scary movies... Slip into our DMs. Yeah, slide yeah. into our DMs and flirt with us. Just kidding. <laughs> and if you're a stony witch, we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. And if you have a Halloween costume that you want to DM us, do that. Anyway, you get it. And if you want to come to Phoebe's sh uh, spooky Buffy show oh, yeah. with us on October Slay 31st. Her. <laughs> Slay her at CSC Seattle in Fremont. I think, I, I mean, I'm going to be there. Steph, are you going to come? I'm there. Cool. I will look like uh, the nurse from Promising Young Woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be decked down in leather as that one lady. I love that one lady. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Grace, what do stoner chicks always say? For some witches, a smoke a day keeps the bad witch at bay. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks Podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stoner Chicks Podcast. Bye.